Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. Hey everyone, I'm Kevin. Hey Kevin, do you have one of those uh, Teflon nonstick pans by any chance? Uh, yes, I probably do. So that's what we're talking about today. Teflon pans, are they safe or not safe? Well, uh, some of our listeners might know that certain types of Teflon were phased out quite a few years ago. So Teflon uh, previously used this chemical called C8, which was the target of a really high-profile lawsuit. But now Teflon uses a chemical called Gen X, which is supposed to be better than their precursor, but that's uh, a little bit debatable. Why debatable? You seem skeptical. Yeah, well, they do share a number of properties. Uh, in fact, properties that make them bad also makes them good. <laughs> and also, I've read in some lab tests, uh, specifically on rats, that Gen X has been shown to cause many of the same health problems as C8. So maybe we'll come back to that, but let's start with some of these good and bad properties. Maybe you could explain like I'm five. Yeah, yeah, sure. So uh, basically all these, the, the properties, they belong to this group called uh, perfluoridated chemicals, which... Uh, some people better describe and call it as forever forever chemicals because they are just so resilient. Mm. They're man-made, uh, they're synthetic, and they're used primarily on fiber-based food packaging to make them uh, water and oil resistant. So what makes them special is that they don't re- react with anything. Uh, that's why they last forever. And also have one of the lowest coefficients of friction. Why is that? Uh, so they're non-reactive, partly because of the strength of these carbon-fluorine bonds. Uh, and Teflon is so frictionless that, well, you know, let's use this fun fact, it's the only known surface that a gecko cannot crawl up. Ooh, that is a fun fact. Um, okay, maybe you should tell us about uh, the chemical which is used to make Teflon C8. Yeah, uh, so unfortunately this category is full of uh, four-letter acronyms that uh, start with P. The technical name for Teflon is actually PTFE, uh, and the original chemical used to make Teflon was known colloquially as uh, C8, or more scientifically, PFOA. Uh, So in the old nonstick pans, PFOA was used to make Teflon up until 2015, where it was replaced by this new product called Gen X. Um, And there's another scary fact about C8 is that about like 99.7% of Americans do indeed have PFOA chemicals in their blood. Yeah, I've heard about PFOA before. Sometimes you even have it on a label, um, PFOA-free, but that sounds like a very high percentage for um, something that is man-made and not from natural sources. Yeah, that's right. It is a, it's a man-made compound that didn't exist a century ago. And in 2007, the CDC did an analysis and found that C8 is in the blood of like 99.7% of Americans. So a growing group of scientists have been tracking the chemical spread through the environment, you know, documenting its presence in a range of wildlife, including sea turtles, dolphins, polar bears, uh, eagles, lions, tigers. And like we were describing earlier, it's just it's just so chemically stable that it essentially never breaks down. So C8 is expected to kind of remain on the planet well after humans are gone from it. So you referenced this earlier, but there was this big change all of a sudden, I think in 2015, where PFOA was uh, phased out entirely. What happened? 
Yeah, uh, a lawsuit. <laughs> so there's a, some class action lawsuits by a guy named uh, Rob Billet. Uh, and in the fall of 2000, Rob Billet, who was a lawyer, won a court order forcing DuPont to share all documentation related to PFOA. And this included like, you know, 110,000 files consisting of confidential studies and reports conducted by DuPont scientists over the many decades. Wow, sounds like a lot of information. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And they had some uh, pretty damning evidence in them. Uh, essentially, uh, all the way back in 1993, DuPont understood that PFOA caused uh, cancerous testicular, uh, pancreatic, and liver tumors in lab animals. And the company began to investigate alternatives. Wow, that doesn't sound good. Definitely not good. But products manufactured with PFOA were such an integral part of DuPont's earnings, you know, like a billion dollars in annual profit, they chose to continue using PFOA. Now, the story is really interesting, and Rob Billet even wrote a book uh, called Exposure, Poisoned Water, Corporate Greed, and One Lawyer's 20-Year Battle Against DuPont. Mm, I see. Okay. So that's a chemical that was used to make Teflon. Um, now, there's a newer version. Is it safe? Well, there are a lot of patents that today put on their label uh, PFOA-free. So that's because Teflon is now made with Gen X, which itself had some issues in lab tests. But it's important to know that in the form of Teflon, both the old and the new are generally safe. The problems really come when you break it down into its component parts. What do you mean by that? Uh, yeah, so by themselves, uh, PFOA and the new uh, Gen X are dangerous, but that hasn't stopped the use of dangerous chemicals, right? Like just increased safety standards during the manufacture. So once you change the chemical bonds inside the molecule, the properties are changed. Uh, how about this? Here's a good ELI-5 example. Think of uh, table salt, which we all happily eat, but it is made of sodium, which is explosive when exposed to oxygen, and chlorine, which is deadly as a pure gas. You know, a table salt is actually sodium chlorine, sodium chloride. Uh, together, they make a lattice, which is this kind of cage-like structure through the bonds, uh, and salt is produced, which is totally safe to consume. So at the end of the day, Teflon is safe to use, and its production is controlled to ensure no one gets harmed. Uh, obviously, it kind of depends on the country safety standards. Mm. So what would you say to our listeners who, you know, in conclusion, want to know what, what type of frying pan to buy? Well, if you're worried about it, though, you can remember this. Some pans come with a warning label from the manufacturer that says it cannot be heated above a certain temperature. So while PTFE is stable and non-toxic at lower temperatures, it does begin to deteriorate after the temperature of cooker reaches about 260 degrees C or 500 degrees Fahrenheit and definitely decomposes above 350 degrees C and 662 degrees Fahrenheit. So when you buy those pans, make sure it doesn't get too hot. That's good to know. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. As always, thank you to the wonderful community at r slash explain like I'm five, and we will see you all next week.